Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whenever and however you may be watching, whether you're watching over in Brazil or you're watching here in Wisconsin. I uh, thank you for watching. Uh, it is interesting when I look at my analytics here on YouTube side of things, I see the different countries, but it will also now being audio version over on, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, on Spotify, um, seeing uh, Berlin, Georgia, it's a state, not the country, um, but you know, different areas. So I thank all that are watching um, and all that. So I certainly look forward to look forward to uh, just talk ball today. We're going to be predicting what is the Super Bowl: San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning, defending, undisputed, non-WWE World Heavyweight Champions, but the NFL Heavyweight Champions. That's right. The Kansas City Chiefs actually in this game to defend said title. Um, so they are still. AFC champions, but yeah, let's uh, welcome Philip here representing the Kansas City Chiefs. How are you doing this evening, sir? I am great, man. I am great, bro. Thank you for having me back, bro. And man, all I gotta ask is, how about those Chiefs? I mean, bro, <laughs> I just said it, man. When you asked me the question, what was the mood here in Casey before we went to Baltimore? It was calm, bro. Like I told you, man. <laughs> we just went in there. We just got the job done and like i said before bro again i apologize like when we, you was on our psf show when i went off about your score prediction about the dolphins and chiefs like hey I said, it was like if it was 15 to 10 dolphins and chiefs 10 that would have been more realistic score but i was just going off with the fact like bro you haven't played this offense <laughs> especially in this weather bro me and me and my cousin we've been in this weather for all of our lives for 32 years and used to that weather just like you guys are used to the frozen tundra in wisconsin like, yeah right right so it's the same thing here like guys hey, from miami right but other yeah, than yeah that, don't worry after the fact i knew uh it's it's like uh what is that a gift or whatever like when he, he knew when he messed up sort of thing <laughs> that was me after the episode <laughs> 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 oh man but now i wanted to get into i wanted to talk to you about something real quick i know it's not dealing with nfl but dude have you been seeing drew mcintyre all day i'm like i love seeing him pump but dang bro I, <laughs> he been trolling two mcintyre's on, on something that's for sure <laughs> oh my gosh triple h is somewhere grinning hard about this like i like this dude man so but other than that, man, it's great over here, man. We mm -hmm. went into the bank. We defended the crown, back-to-back -back AFC champions, and now we're looking forward to go back-to-back -back world champs, baby. So, I know, and you had that pregame stuff with the kicker, Tucker, and Pat Mahomes having whatever that BS was. And I mean on both sides, for the Ravens and the Chiefs, uh, was a weird just, uh, the, That was weird, right? That, that was like, it's like with Jason, with, with Justin Tucker, like, of all the people, I was like, when I heard it, my wife was like, I think it was with a kicker. I was like, no. And then she was right, and I was like, what? The kicker? I know, right? Yeah. Justin Tucker. <laughs> Justin Tucker's a bad man. <laughs> he is. I mean, he's one of the best kickers in NFL history, like no doubt. Oh, yeah. I'm going to just tell you what that was about. I think Tucker and the Ravens, including their fans, as you guys saw previously, previously this past week, they were trying to get in our heads. And it's like, that's the wrong move you want to get there because you're going to step on the lion's tail. When you step on the lion's tail, you're not going to like the reaction. And Kelsey going in there is like, dude, like it's like Pat was like, I know where I go to where I'm supposed to work out. I go to this end of the end zone every time. And it was almost like Justin was like, you know, let me try to invade Pat's privacy. And it's like, OK, man, you're trying to pull that. It was like Garner Johnson with the L. 
just waking the bear with the 49ers. Now it was a, it was took luck and momentum as well. Oh but yeah, that obviously Steve picked him up. That. Yeah, when he did the yeah, way, that was, I was like, dude, no, I was rooting for the Lions too. If you know, I'm a Packers fan. I was right. like, come on, Same man. No, you're dumb. But it, it, it felt like the same thing. The Ravens were... That was the dumbest way to do that because the Chiefs through the kitchen sink came out and what really impressed me was even though Baltimore adjusted at halftime and slowed down the Chiefs offense, right. just the fact that Lamar had no answer and Harbaugh and the OC had no answer. They, and they stopped running the ball. We were talking about this on my other show, Blitz, mm-hmm. last night. Dude, Lamar led them in carries. They had eight other carries, and two of them were by the receiver. They could have run the ball and stayed in the game. Because Lamar was so, – I could have imagined that better, man. That was terrible. He was trying to do too much. Like, you talk about Josh yeah. Allen, and I hate to say this, man, and I like I still think Lamar is better than Josh Allen, but Josh Allen looked better than Lamar. That's a good debate. I like the yeah. this whole entire – It could be a whole episode, yeah. <laughs> like I can do an episode on that. say that, right? And Lamar was trying to do too much. And the things I even said on the show, remember, remember, Stevie, I said it too. Mm-hmm. They got to keep him inside the pocket. They were doing that. And every time he was trying to find an opening on the inside or try to go outside, he knew he couldn't do that. And it was just amazing. Spags did a great job. And the fact is this. If you listen to DVOA, that website, the analytic website, they said that this team's Ravens, this year's Ravens 2023, and the 2007 Patriots were two of the greatest teams in NFL history that never won a Super Bowl. And they've all been defeated all by Steve Spagnola. And that, you, you could just straight up say Steve Spagnola. Spags <laughs> is the greatest defensive coordinator in NFL history. And the fact that he is now going, has more Super Bowl appearances than tied with Dick LeBeau. One more next season. That should certify him as the greatest defensive coordinator in NFL history. Because I mean, come on, man you you defeated arguably one of the greatest team, two of the greatest teams in NFL history. And don't you think that Lamar Jackson, like this, might be the ceiling? Because coming back, I could debate with you on Allen. They were both in my top five uh, quarterbacks. We did we did a ranking last night. I think Allen. I mean, he, he makes more mistakes than Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Lamar's turnovers in this game were backbreaking, but. This feels like the ceiling for Lamar. Like, I feel like they could go get another good receiver like Flowers. And you've got C.J. Stroud coming up. You've got, I don't believe in Miami, but you're going to have Buffalo reloading. You're going to have Casey in the way. And you're going to have other teams coming up in the AFC. Like, I just think the window was, right now, this was a golden opportunity. They blew this. Like, Detroit blew a golden opportunity, too. We're going to get into that, but... Man, Baltimore blew this one. You're not going to be at home against KC again. How many right. times in Lamar's career? Like, he may get one at some point, this but this is going to be one at Austin. This is it. The they're not going to get Beckham back. Not that he was oh, amazing, no. but they're not going to be able to re-sign him. No, OBJ. Like, no. Andrews is getting older. He's, I mean, I know he came back in that game. They got likely. I like that. They need to go out. I know people are all on the Gus Edwards and Justice Hill thing, but Dobbins can't stay healthy. They need to get him a real running back. It'd be that'd be that'd be interesting. Can you imagine the Ravens with like Saquon Barkley or something in free agency? Or uh, I, there's no running backs in this draft, I think, that are going to be that dude. But there's always a guy that comes out. So that's what I would do. Like I, I mean, you could get Lamar all the weapons in the world. I think 
I don't know, man. I just don't know if he's. He reminds me of Dak, but he also this performance reminds me of this one reminds me of. Well, their their playoff records are so similar, and he this so reminds me of Aaron Rodgers two years ago because I watch all Packers every time, but this reminds me of Aaron Rodgers against San Fran his last playoff game. He threw a pen at home, goose egg. All they needed was a decent Rodgers game. And this one, 10 points, goose egg. All they needed was a decent Lamar game or a decent run game to stay in there. And it was coaching Lamar. They just... Coaching won this one, man. Coaching matters in the playoffs. Coaching won this. I'm impressed with Baltimore's DC. You're muted, Philip. Yeah, man. The, the Baltimore DC rebounded in the second half, but still, coaching won it. Right, Spags dominated him. Uh, yeah, yo, Spags outcoached Harbaugh. Andy Reid outcoached Harbaugh. I mean, when you just look at it, bro, like, oh yeah, the offensive coordinator, just like my cousin Devontae said, man, he's the real responsibility why they lost. Man, no adjustments made, especially to help put Lamar in those positions like you did for Stetson Bennett. In Georgia over those last two years, going back to back with those national championships. And it's like, y'all thought y'all was really going to pull that Georgia stuff on the Chiefs, just like the Eagles drafting out those Georgia players, thinking, oh, that's already like what the Chiefs did with those rookies last year. And guess what? We still finished top 10 with the teams playing most, the most rookies than any team. But we're like ninth and 10th in that record. And it's like, yeah, the, the Lions this year reminded me of the Chiefs last year, where all those rookies they drafted. Made well one of the reasons y'all won the Super Bowl last year because Philly played a hell of a game and almost I mean that was a hell of a Super Bowl and they that was the difference maker that's what made the Lions good this year they hit on Branch they hit on Gibbs they hit on Laporta and they hit on oh, I'm drawing a blank who's the other one ah they had another they had another oh no not oh Campbell but they had they have a young roster but those four rookies were difference makers Packers actually that's one of the reasons they were good too you got to hit in the draft. And you got to hit on them when they're cheap. And th that makes such a difference. That's why the 49ers were able to do this with Purdy on that cheap deal. But the Chiefs keep doing this. And I've got a Raiders fan on my show on Blitz last night. And I was like, dude, you got to watch out because now Mahomes got a D. <laughs> if they go get him another receiver, they're going to win another Super Bowl. Like hey, next year. You talk about Raiders fan. Hey, y'all. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? I think they made the right call of Pierce. I like the Pierce hiring, though. That was legit. Yeah. He did good. This is my cousin right here, Devontae Austin. We're here in Lawrence, Kansas. This is the greatest running back in Lawrence High School history, bro. And he knows knowledge about the game. He even told me before we played the Ravens, he's like, bro, y'all got this, man. And he don't even like the Chiefs, but I secretly call him a <laughs> admit it, bro. But once you brought the Raiders, I said, oh, shit. Come on, Tay. Come on, bro. So. <laughs> I was worried. I was more worried for the Chiefs against the Bills. Because I thought Buffalo would figure out a way to pull that out, and they that, was the one that, that was more that one was tough. That yeah, one was the tough. can't beat the Chiefs at home. When when will they ever in the playoffs? If the Allen can't do it, then Jackson can't do it. The only guy that can go toe for toe with Mahomes that we've seen in the AFC is Burrow. That's it. You know, and the and and, and but you know the saddest part as us as Packer fans, Isaac is the only one that might be able to take down Mahomes and the Chiefs. Is former Packer Aaron Rodgers, and we still have yet to play Aaron Rodgers, bro. Which is true. I think I think we've got to find, and I think the Packers are going to be in good shape with Love. I'm impressed. 
I think they could be really good next year. Oh, so, bro, I, I like what they're doing. I told Stevie right after you guys lost that game against the 49ers, like, hey, with that interception that Love threw, I know he's in the lab right now. It's like, I'm going to not make that mistake again. And I think that's going to lead y'all back to the, to the NFC Championship. Hopefully, y'all get to the Super Bowl next year. I really see it because you guys. I think next, next year, that's in Detroit. That's going to be fun, right? That would be crazy. Detroit. In Detroit. Hey, bro. I was wondering. So that, that could be. Raiders and AFC yeah. Championship game. Yeah. That'd be crazy, too, man. I'm we want to talk about justice for the Lions. They didn't make it this year because of reasons and Dan Campbell, but they make it next year when it's in their home. You know, if Campbell can learn from it, it's kind of like love. If Campbell can learn from his mistakes, and I, I, I love him. He's one of my favorite coaches in the NFL. But he gets so into the game and just wants to be so aggressive. And I liked, I actually liked him taking that field. We had a debate on this last night on Blitz. I don't know if you saw it, but it was, I think it was about 30 minutes in because we did like 30 minutes of Chiefs and then we did 30 minutes of Lions. Right. Um, we did like 30 minutes each game, then we did a bunch of crap last hour. But we had a debate with one of the dudes on there and me and, me and Pete from Foxborough, we were both like, hey, we actually liked Campbell taking that field goal at the end of the first half. And then he made three blunders in the second half, not taking both the field goals. And it wasn't just his fault. Like, Reynolds could have caught the ball, but also they could have drew up a play for Gibbs or Laporta or Brown. You know, something that can catch. <laughs> like, but then at the end, when they were down 10 to take that time out, the game was already over. But that one really just pissed me off because I was like, dude, they scored a touchdown, but then you had to get the onside kick. There was You had to stop the bleeding, and I don't think going for it on fourth down because it's such a backbreaker. If you don't get it, you can do it both times. I think one of those times he needed to take points because then that drive would have effectively tied the game and then it would have been on Purdy to have a game-winning drive with a minute left, which he might have done, but put the pressure on him at least. Purdy showed that first half. He can make mistakes too. He's kind of like the Hulk. He takes a while to wake up. And then he did against the Packers too. First half, nothing. Second half, looking like freaking Patrick Mahomes almost using his legs. His runs in this game were huge. They were difference-making runs. He took off at the right time, but he started slow. He almost had he had a really bad pick, and he almost had a second one. And that's an interesting so comparison. I, I, I have a lot to say on this. No, <laughs> no. And then, and then we got Purdy versus Mahomes here. So uh, I, this could be fun. This is two really, really good teams. So to ask Philip specifically regarding representing the Kansas City Chiefs heading into this game, is it the same? Relax. You're going to take care of business and all that, but. What on the 49ers offense or defense worries you that they might be able to have a chance? I will say this. On offense, we definitely got to account for Christian McCaffrey, man. Um, I mean, Debo's really not, not much of a threat to us, but we definitely need to take account of Brandon Ayuk and George Kettle. But really, the real person we really need to watch out for is uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, yeah. I feel like just like what we did with the Ravens, if you mess up the rhythm, just like what I said to you guys and how y'all could have had a chance to beat the 49ers, just watch that Ravens tape, man. You always got to find a weakness everywhere, even though you see their strengths and their weaknesses. But I do say I worry about Christian McCaffrey. And on defense, if there's one player on defense there that I really do fear – now, two guys, Nick Bosa and, yeah, as Richard Sherman would say, Nicholas John Bosa and uh, my guy Lil Mooney, Charvarius Ward, who I, who is the best defensive back on that team. The guy went from undrafted to now all-pro corner, which everybody said, no, that should be McDuffie's all-pro, but there's nothing against Mooney. But 
he really proved himself, man. And I'm proud of him and the hard work he's put in. And as a matter of fact, we follow each other on uh, Snapchat and uh, Instagram. And uh, I've had that relationship with him ever since. You know, I worked with the Chiefs and he was at the Chiefs. And um, I was. You worked with the Chiefs? Huh? I used to work with the Chiefs from, from my home first year as a starter, 2018, to back in July. My last event was the Taylor Swift concert. I kind of got tired of it, bro. Like, man, this is all these overwhelming fans and everything like that, man. It was like, I don't want another year this year. Nice, man. Yeah, bro. That's pretty cool. Parades and everything else like that. Two-time champ, three-time AFC champ, and the leave as a defending champ, and to see them continue without me, and even still getting congratulatory texts, even as a result of the uh, whole entire situation, man, it's just wild, and it, it was just awesome. So, yeah, man, just to see Mooney uh, on that opposite side, I think he might kind of give us some trouble. But knowing Spags, knowing his pl former player, his strengths and his weaknesses, I think we should be okay. But other than that, that's what I would say about the Niners. And uh, there's another thing I got to say about Brock Purdy. I've actually, I like his composure. I like the way he carries himself, even for a seventh rounder who's still playing big. And I want to say close to Mahomes, there's certain things that certain players will remind you of Mahomes. But when I saw him against the Lions, I saw glimpses of Alex Smith. And I mean, Alex, after he went to the – Chiefs from the 49ers and show that he became a better player afterwards. And that's what I see from Brock Purdy. And I'm liking it. It's my opinion. Yeah, I respect that. I like, certainly, certainly shall be interesting. Go ahead, Isaac. I like Fred Warner, too. He's really good on defense. I think the 49ers defense and their ability to contain Mahomes is going to be so important because I think the Chiefs' D is going to stop the 49ers from exploding. So I think it's really going to come down to the 49ers' D if they want to win this game, and I'm honestly, I'm just going to be honest, I just want a good game. I'm probably slightly leaning 49ers only because I want to lose to the team that won the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I really, like, I don't have a huge in the game. I'm just kind of, I'm gonna, you're, you're going to get sad here. My wife hates the Chiefs. I'm a little over it. But Mahomes is awesome. It's just been so much this year because of Taylor Swift. <laughs> so who I actually love as an artist, but, like, ah, seen so much Chiefs. But, this is a huge one for Mahomes and his legacy. And I think the 49ers, who haven't been outstanding on defense recently, uh, they just haven't. Like, I, I got to look at their DVOA numbers, but they have not been as good in the second half of the season. They've had some strong points. They've got some great players on D. Ward is awesome. But they're thinking about benching Chase Young because he takes plays off. They got Hargrove. They got Greenlaw, who I love. They got Warner, who's one of the best linebackers in the league. And they got, I mean, both. So they've got makers but they haven't really been on the Chiefs level on defense the Chiefs were in a class with frankly as good as Cleveland was they didn't travel as well it was pretty much them in Baltimore on defense this year and the 49ers are kind of knocked below that so um I think that's the key like because I'm gonna be shocked if the against this defense if the 49ers put up more than 30 I really am I don't think they're gonna get 24 I think the first one to, to 25 plus is gonna win this game Right. We'll see. I could be wrong. Could be like 35, 31, 38, 35. It happens. Two weeks off, you know. I just hope we get a good one because I hate when these are blow up. So I just want a good game. And next year, I want to see my Packers in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're two years away. I think next year is going to be the, another step. And the Lions, it's going to be really like we asked this on my show. I'm really curious before we get to Packers stuff in a little bit because I know we got about an hour. Where are the Lions going to go from here? 
are they going to keep going up? Because they got one more year of golf under deal, and then they got to make a decision. And they kind of got to make that decision now. But they got one more year at a reasonable salary. Where are they going? Because they made great draft picks. Are they going to keep ascending, or are they going to kind of are they going to dip after this game? Also, I'd ask the same thing for the Ravens after. What do you guys think? I'll, I'll say something first on this one. When Ben Johnson announces that he's coming back, that's all you need to know that they're going to continue. And I really do think, you think that's because he doesn't want to be a head coach or he just wanted to unfinished business with the Lions. What do you think? I really think that what he saw with this game, he's like, you know what? We need to pick up what we from what we saw this past game and let's try to get back at it next season too. And I really Me think that's give Ben an opportunity to finally build on his resume to become a head coach for next year, you know, because you like, for example, Bill Belichick and Vrabel are not gonna get picked up this round, which is gonna be crazy, man. You know what I mean? And oh, right. Which is, like, which is crazy. And the Packers, the Packers, oh, yeah, the, who they just who they just took as DC, they're not going to even be. They may not even be. I don't know about all the coordinator positions open. Just league, got but they, have, they may not even be coaching. <laughs> Zay Flowers, head coach, going to be your defensive coordinator. That's crazy. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Man. I don't like what the Packers. We're going to get into. It. I don't like what the Packers just did at DC. I'm not a fan. My buddy from who was on the show last night from he's from Boston. He knows all about this guy, and I'm just not hearing good stuff. So, but I thought the Packers may. I don't think I didn't know if Brable would want to, you know, get kind of taken to motion to DC. And I knew Belichick if he didn't. I think for him, we talked about it. I know it's off track what we were just on, but I think Belichick wanted to be GM, and I think he knew he was going to get the money from Kraft anyways if he just interviewed. And I got the the Patriots. He's not an insider, but the guy who lives up there. This was his theory, and I kind of think it's spot on because I think Belichick is going to wait one year, and then the Cowboys' op- job might be open. And now Jerry saying all this crap about it. The Philly job might be open if they blow out again. The Giants' job could be open. You could be looking at the entire NFC sneaking out his pick of the litter, and there could be some other teams. But Belichick or Vrabel might step in and take one of those jobs next year because I think two or three of them are going to be open. Because Dallas is going to flame out in the playoffs again, I guarantee it. I live near Dallas. And yeah. Philly, I don't know where they're going. Philly, I think, is – I'm I'm worried about Philly. They're – Yep, and before we continue on our conversation, wanted to uh, add on another person here that is uh, my host or the host of uh, Big Cheese Sports. <laughs> I am the co-host of. Um, and also he's with me at PSF, uh, as we did Packer Media, uh, Media Caster over there uh, for the 2023 season. Uh, let's welcome in Mr. Bernie Bingo. Bernie, yeah, what's up, what's fellas? Up? <laughs> I like the cheese was... in the background. Yeah. Ah, thanks, man. <laughs> I uh, I wasn't supposed to work today, but we had some snow days, so we had a makeup day today, and then the buses were running late. But I am I am pumped to be here. Thanks for having me, Stephen. Good to see you again. Are you? Wait, oh, wait, are you a teacher bro? too? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a school teacher. Uh, Me I'm too. A, I'm, a, I'm, <laughs> I'm a middle school math teacher. Yeah, I'm a middle school special education teacher, and my focus is emotional behavioral disabilities. Um, Dude, I, I uh, do specialize I, too. I'm, I'm, I do learning disabilities. Okay, <laughs> nice. That's awesome, man. Oh, yeah. Nice. I had no idea. Wow, that's, that's that. cool, man. See, but, the yeah. world's small. We're such a small world, man. So just to tell y'all. Wow. Too, bro. Uh, so Isaac, um, 
I have a diagnosis of autism. I was diagnosed at age two. And um, that's been my motivation to prove that I'm beyond my autism and I'm able to do this. So now I work as a, and to my people right now at SAC, I work for the Self-Advocate Coalition of Kansas as a disability rights activist, or you can call me self-advocate trainer. Uh, I work with folks with um, IDD, or as you call it, intellectual developmental disabilities. I help folks that are just like me to help them to empower themselves to have independence and to live their best lives. And we work together to help improve the community and also try to go to classrooms and teach our philosophy to help other people, to inspire them, show folks who are just like me who went through the same circumstances. And this is such an honor, man. Like, And we can also talk about the share things what we like is football too on top of that. So I'm glad what y'all doing, man. Bernie, Isaac, man, keep doing what y'all doing. And uh, Nice, dude. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Seriously, that's cool. I'm pretty sure my, I have not, I've not gotten and got diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure I have autism as well. So that's awesome, dude. Seriously. Um, Power, bro. Yeah. Terry, <laughs> that's my that's my that's my girl from uh. Oh, I forgot. We have Facebook. Kansas, uh, Terry Thomas. Uh, <laughs> it's good to see you. Yeah, Chiefs Kingdom, baby, represent. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Right I can't here. believe we got. I like all the special ed representation we got here. This is legit. Seriously, yeah, very right, cool, guys. Seriously, I had a, I, yeah, I had a diagnosis of ADHD as so. Just like I, I was in a behavioral program when I was a kid, and now I run a behavioral program. It's 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 and, bonkers, man. It's it's wild. And I have a feeling I have that. I just haven't been diagnosed in regards to ADHD. I just know I have uh, my life and symptoms beyond battling anxiety every day and all that. But um, you know, three years ago, anxiety ruled my day to day to the point where I couldn't even leave my house. Um, and then I did therapy because I'm one that try to have whether right or wrong. I try to have the least amount of medication in my body because of, you know, science reasons and chemical reasons. So I did therapy and have done for three years and that has helped a lot. Um, whether it was anxiety of open spaces, anxiety of um, driving, anxiety, highway driving specifically and all that other stuff. So on top of anxiety, I do believe I do have, um, or think I have, whether low grade or whatever it would be called of ADHD. Um, but never been, I don't know, tested for it or, or diagnosed with it. Um, so, you know, we as four and away, as whether it's the teachers and are on the other end of it that connected in that way. So that's very cool. What I was going to ask you, Isaac, was what's what state, if you want to share, what state do you reside? Oh, Texas. I live near uh, Dallas, actually, just south of Dallas. I'm not a I'm not a Cowboys fan. I grew up in um, Upper Michigan, like three hours north, and uh, by Marquette, uh, nope. three hours north of Green Bay. So that's and I grew up there until sixth grade, and the Packers thing stuck. And then I lived in Arizona for almost twenty years, and I actually, uh, I think one of the reasons special ed kind of spoke to me, although I'm debating if I want to do gen ed moving forward because I keep messing with sped teachers here. I'm a few experienced the same thing. Same it's here, so man. annoying. I just like I'm so like I love the kids. I'm so over the politics. Like it's driving me nuts, but. Right. I started, I wanted to be a history teacher and I just started working with sped kids an autistic kid actually. And I just, just, there was, um, I just, it just felt right. And, uh, I decided to go for special education and now I do middle school math, um, seventh and eighth grade. I see kids with emotional disturbances every day, uh, autism every day, other health impairments, specific learning disabilities, um, 
not only deal with the developmental delays too much, we got like a whole program for that at our school, like a life skills thing. But um, I actually love teaching. Um, this has been fun though because I started it four months ago, and since we're talking about some personal stuff, I'm gonna spill. My aunt passed away a couple weeks ago. It's been it'll be two weeks and a few hours here, Sorry and she was like a mom. Me. Sorry for yeah, it's, yeah, it's really rough because she barely got to see the second show get started, but um. She was, I don't speak with my mom. She was basically my mom. And what, after my wife, who's awesome, but I'm divorced. My first one wasn't. So I'm happy she got to see me happy now. And I got to see her at the end of her life. Finally living on her own. They weren't living with family. Happy. And uh, I'm just happy she got to see me start podcasting. Because honestly, I'm hooked. I'm hoping to make it a side career at some point and just keep doing it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um Get well, a lot of good feedback. Too. Too. Yeah, definitely people check last them out. Last night was off the chain. But this hey, is cool because I like, I was, I was I like talking. I didn't realize this was like one of the reasons I would like it so much. But being able to speak openly and um, is really important for me because I'm pretty sure I do have autism. Like my wife brought it up. She's like, I think you might have it, dude. And the more I've read about it, I'm like, I think I do. It's high functioning. But just being able to speak clearly and recently being able to speak about my aunt and family stuff has been um really therapeutic and uh i used to do therapy for a couple of years in the past and uh it's helped me get through this a little bit actually and this was just a fun outlet so i appreciate y'all uh, having me on i didn't uh, uh honestly i only had to check out bits i had no idea when i came on so this is really cool surprise so yeah <laughs> So, so yeah, no, I live near Texas, so I have to deal with all the Cowboys fans, and it just drives me nuts. So, and <laughs> <laughs> hey, one of my best, like, one every of my year, best friends, Super Bowl. Cowboys fan. One of my <laughs> best friends, year, Super Bowl, Bowl man. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember that another team. He's telling me they're going to win the Super Bowl, and then you can imagine my fun after the Packers won. <laughs> 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 I was, oh man, I was living it up. I, I almost held my cheese head. I was nice and restrained myself, but I, all the students are Cowboys fans for the most part. I should have done it. <laughs> You're in the classroom, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I took over for a couple minutes. I'm done. I, just, I had You're to You're good, man. I'm, I'm happy to learn about you, man. It's, yes. You know, good stuff. This is fun, dude. Yeah. yeah, Bernie, like I said, you know, he had a show last night, fun, fun, fun football podcast, but I can speak, geez. Um, but, uh, and definitely. Last night, was, uh, last night was when the Blitz hits the fan. We started a new one. It's a panel. I have two shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we did when the Blitz hits the fan, and uh, it's me and a Bears fan, and we brought a Patriots and a Raiders and another Packer fan on last night. And then I have my other stuff on Football Pod. Um, but, uh, yeah, so last night we did Blitz. Uh, Steve, what, what what else did you? How far did you get into it? I got pretty far. I mean, then I just had to get down to other things, and I had to uh, I had my <laughs> attention, which was over at PSF. But but yeah, but no, it's pretty pretty cool and very. You know, you guys uh, know your stuff about the football and your conversation. So just letting people know whether it's our fellow guests and, and other people uh, to check it out when it's live and, and all that in the future. But. Um, yeah, I hope uh, I'll do my plug at the end. I hope everybody can right. check it out and hope I can uh, come back on with y'all again because this was fun. Yes, yes, indeed. So, hey, well, hey have you guys ta- have you guys talked about the new DC yet in Green Bay? Or we were just about to slide right in. Oh man! All right. 
I want to hear your thoughts about that one, Bernie. Go ahead, Bernie. All right. Dude's got a world of experience already. You know, at first I was like, we're bringing in a college coach. But, um, you know, he started with like like Albany, which is like an FCS school, I think. And they ended up at the University of Pittsburgh. He spent time at uh, Rutgers. And then he, he ended up in the NBA or NBA, NFL. And uh, he bounced around with like the Buccaneers. Uh, he spent some time uh, with the 49ers and the Browns, I think. Uh, but he... Um, he was a, de- a defensive backs coach in uh, San Francisco, I think, when uh, Richard Sherman was there. And Sherman uh, re- has, has had some great things to say about him at that time. Uh, now, you know, he's been running the show at Boston College. He took a, a middling um, a football program, right? He's been there for four years. He got him bowl eligible for three of those years. So, you know, he, he seems like an innovative guy, young guy. Uh, I, I hope that um, – I hope that MLF is bringing him in to run the defense and not to like, I hope he's not, he didn't find a guy that he thinks he can kind of like manipulate or like micromanage. Cause that's, that's not what I want. You know, uh, MLF's kind of got his fingers in the cookie jar on the offense and the defense. And I think MLF would be a better head coach if he had a DC and OC that would just let, let them run the offensive defense. And then he's overseeing everything rather, rather, you know, I like putting my fingers in the cookie jar too, but MLF needs to, you know, delegate, man. He needs to delegate a few more of those responsibilities. So I, I'm excited. I, uh, so my, I had some people saying recently, like, just like, you know, I got done with work and I saw, you know, I pull up my phone, my phone's blown up because of the, because of that hire when I was at work and people were like, Oh, great. A college coach coming to run our defense. I'm like, well, he, he coached, he was a defensive back coach, uh, you know, in, in the NFL and I'm like, what would you rather have? Would you rather have Joe Barry? Like, would you rather have a guy you know is trash, or would you rather have a guy that's a question mark? I'm like, I will go with a question mark <laughs> 10 out of 10 times, you know? Like, let's see what he's got, man. Roger you know, that. Uh, 50, he was a uh, right? – yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and in 2019, he was the uh, co-defensive coordinator at Ohio State, and he was one of their top recruiters as well. So, in my mind, is like the dude can that. talk the talk. yeah. He can talk to talk, man. Uh, you know, he, he shows that he can coach defensive backs, right? And that's what we need the most in Green Bay right now, right? Like, we know our front seven has some athletes and some monsters on there. We got a, young, a lot of young guys in the secondary. Why not bring in a younger coach who's been at the college level that can talk to those, uh, you know, connect with those uh, younger defensive uh, uh, backs? You know, I let's go, man. Like, come on, let's, let's put a little uh, – love and faith into this guy, you know, uh, rather, you know, than being uh, down and feeling bummed about it. Um, just, I don't know, man. I'm an optimist, you know. I, I like you know, that. And he, like he can't be worse than Joe Barry, right? Like, I think you'd have to try <laughs> to be worse than Joe Barry, but uh, I'm personally excited, man. I'm excited. I'm excited for the guy. It just bothered me because there's so many other options available. There yeah. was Ebro. I like the Panthers dude a lot. And I, and I heard somebody on Twitter saying we could have gone D.C. And, or we could have gone to college. And I'm like, yeah, we could have we gone back to Jim Leonard. But I think MLS was too proud to go back to the guy that spurned him and stayed at Wisconsin. Because I kept hearing rumors about Leonard, and I was down for that if we decided to go the college route instead of the NFL. But to be honest, the only thing that scares me is the defense was only 77th last year. It's not an FBS. That's not terrible. But 
It's hard to evaluate because, like, he had a losing record at BC, but he was a head coach there. I don't know. I'm not hearing great stuff from a few friends, so I'm like, crap. <laughs> uh, I just think I think Al Harris would have been cool if we were going to do a Packer, but I think that there was other guys in the NFL, I think that would have been not even like that were previous head coaches. We didn't even have to go the Vrabel route. That would have been more, I think, maybe more what we needed, but I just don't even know enough about the dude to really form an opinion. I just am kind of like, really? Really? But I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm wrong, and I'm hoping that they can get this run D figured out because our pass D was our strength, and it, I think that he knows pass D. I'm wondering if he knows run D, which is what we needed. So that's why I found it curious, because I'm like, we hired a DB dude. That wasn't our weakness. Even against 49ers, we did pretty solid. So it's like, can we finally stop the run? Because that's been what's killing us for like over a decade. It's been more than just Barry. It was, Kevin. Oh, yeah. it was before that. Yeah, it's just, it's interesting in regards to, to that. And I know I um, uh, have a tweet here from Lily in regards to, uh, you know, information. Oh, four three too. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna run that. We're gonna see. That's what I heard. I heard he's four three, not three four. So three, is four. he gonna change up the run D? Is he gonna change up the whole defense? Could be interesting, right? Yeah, interesting, bro. Like because do you, do you guys want him to change to four three? Because I kind of okay with that because then we could put Van Ness or we could keep Preston and put him on the defensive line. And still have Van Ness and Gary, and we'd have Kenny Clark on the other side. We just have to get one more defensive tackle in the middle, which is what we need anyways to eat with Clayton. I think it actually it would benefit our defense, and then we can still run nickel on third down. Yeah. What do you guys? Think? I, I I think I, I like where you're going with that, you know, because we got Carl Brooks and you know and Colby Wooden mm-hmm. who who sh- who've shown some some plays. Um, you know, so like those guys on that on that front line of that defense look great. Um, you know, I, I think we have to spend a draft pick on a on some linebackers uh, or at least a linebacker. You know, this next draft. Campbell. So we might have to like um, Campbell go. It might be time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And Steve, I'm sorry, I cut you off. I apologize, man. I was excited. Sorry. You're good. I was just got a question. I think it's for both you and Stevie, and also for you guys. Okay. Now, with Jerry Alexander being a free agent and know the Chiefs are not going to go after Jerry. I mean, we, no, 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 no. He's under contract. We're talking about trading him. Oh. We got him for three more years. So I'm pretty sure Alexander, either, it's either three or four. I'll double check. But he's still under contract. The reason you're hearing, you're hearing all the rumors is because he made all the comments about, about uh, Barry and mm-hmm. said bye, but because I think he wants to get traded. I'm curious if he still does. He probably he might not like this hire. But no, he's still under contract for I think it's four more years actually. Oh. I'm checking right now. I'm checking right now. Okay. I'll let you know. I, yeah, I was going to ask: Did you guys would y'all want to go after and invest in like in the first two three rounds with a defensive back like safety and corner? Yeah, mm, man. Yeah, I, and it's three more years. It's it's three more years. So yeah, I'm. I was under three I, more. We we are loaded with draft picks. Is it like? Is it seven in the first four rounds? I think we have seven picks in the first four rounds or something like that. That's I'm checking on it. It's a lot. Yeah, we have a lot. Certainly enough. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I I love, uh, what is it, uh, Cooper DeJean from, uh, but he he's like going to slide over to like a, a safety, you know, kind of spot. 
we got sort of oh yeah we, so we got it. one pit one first two seconds two thirds and a fourth so we got six in the first four rounds and then we got a compensatory fifth for lazard a compensatory six for reed and then a compensatory seventh for lowry so we got extra we didn't have a fifth because of a trade so we got a fifth back and we have two six and two sevens so we've got two picks in every round but the fourth and fifth so they could trade up if they want to. That's what I'm thinking, you know, go up and get Maybe. more talent. The guy that y'all really looking for, too. Yeah, use that capital as much as y'all need. Not too much, but just to make the trade that y'all know y'all can go get that player. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm, man. I'm okay Steve, I, I, I owe you. I, Steve, what, did you, what were your right. thoughts? I'm just going to share. Well, actually, I'm sharing somebody else's thoughts as I have his Twitter handle here now on the screen. Uh, my co host, AJ, AJ. Uh, at ADL of Zero. Um, I sent him a text asking him for his comment because he wouldn't be able to make the show. So I just mm -hmm. want to read it here verbatim, his response in regards to this, because he is an OSU fan, um, his family um, from that state. He said, yeah, I missed out on that alert. I just found out. But no, it's huge. Tons of press man, fierce competitor, tons of energy. He's a dude. He gave Ohio State one of their best defenses ever. I love the hire. All right, man. I, I hope so. That's all y'all need. It. That's what you that's need. It. That's right. what I. Yeah. So just want so to yeah, my co-host. I was, <laughs> I was reading on him. So he he started with the Bucks, and he spent one year with their as their secondary coach safeties, and then he helped that Tampa Bay unit in 2013. That it was so. This was 11 years, 10 years, 11 years ago. They were third in the NFL with 21 picks. And then he did the, so he's all it's all been secondary until he was head coach. He was the Browns secondary coach, and then he did that 49ers thing with Chip Kelly. It's just interesting because the one question mark I have is except for being the co defensive coordinator at Ohio State, which I really like that point, does he know run D? Because that's been our weakness. And if he doesn't, yeah. can he get a strong defensive line coach and linebackers coach? Because that's what we need. Because we also let go of our strength and conditioning coach because we had so many injuries and we were so young, which was unacceptable. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they were like, yeah. Yeah, Max, it's like yep. how, how many times do we have to have, uh, you know, Christian Watson out with a hamstring, dude. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, the, the off when he's healthy, yeah. the, often, the offense is, it goes to a whole nother level of, of explosiveness. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you're, you're right. There, I know, Isaac, man. I would, it would be nice to see a, a, you know, a, a dude uh, at the, uh, you know, defensive line coach. Cause that's, that's our Achilles heels is uh, our Achilles heel is that, that run defense. But I, I like to hear that he's going to have press coverage. And um, you know, when he was a defensive back coach for the Buccaneers there, they led the NFL in interceptions. Yeah. I'd be curious to know when's the last time. The that's Packers the guy who's responsible. Sorry to cut you off, Bernie. That's no, why I was going to help you out too. The fact that he taught those, Ohio State corners to get physical at mm -hmm. like Jeff Akuda and Sean Wade and also Damon Arnett before he went, you know, insane. Man, that's what y'all gonna love about him too. He's gonna bring more aggression for your defense, and that's gonna help y'all get back to the a, to the NFC Championship. Now maybe it helps y'all get to that Super Bowl, man. I really think that wow. could really be the one for y'all. Just yeah. also now we got that, seven. That's eight, what's gonna. Oh, that's what's gonna decide yeah. if we elevate that high. If we're gonna make a Super Bowl, we gotta get that defense back. Cause, and honestly, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they free up enough money. I don't know if they can do it, but if they can, 
I'm hoping they get aggressive in free agency and go after a dude because it's a simple analogy. There was way more to it. But when we were, we had Favre, we, when he was young, we don't, went out and got Reggie White and won a Super Bowl. We almost won two. And then they went out with Rodgers when he was young. And they went out and got Charles Woodson, who was a risk. So was White, actually. They were both Charles. in their 30s. But we only got Charles Woodson, one of my favorite defensive players of all time, and we won that Super Bowl. There are some dudes out there this year in free agency. And I hope we get aggressive because we do it on defense. We did it at the end of Rodgers' tenure, too. We still have Preston Smith. I'm hoping they get aggressive and go get one or two dudes because I think it could really lift this D if this dude is it, if this DC is it. Because that's, that's going to make all the difference. Love could be great. Our offense was third in a lot of metrics of the last eight games. It's not going to matter if our defense is trash because we're going to eventually hit a team like a Mahomes or 49ers. Got to get that defense going. That's what cost us against San Fran. If the defense had been just a little better, we would have won that game. Yeah. And love at the end. And 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 Carlson, right? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. I, I've been like, are we gonna get rid of this? You doing that to me because I made all the Chargers comments. His little brother gonna beat us. Stop it. I made all the Chargers comments about Justin Herbert because I've been on this Justin Herbert kick because I don't think he's top five. And we had a debate last no, night, and not. I got blasted on Twitter by all these Chargers fans, all these burner accounts coming out of the masses. It was five fans probably with all their burner accounts. And I was like, dude, Justin Herbert ain't not top five. I don't care about his arm. You can't have a losing record. I don't care who your coach is. What you're, They've had players on D. Like, no, he's not. I'd rather have Stroud before I'd have Herbert. That's with me. Absolutely. Her, I don't, her, I don't, her, I don't, so how about the one guy, if they can they've got a bad salary cap. So it's going to take more than a year. But Harbaugh is the one dude, give him three years, the Chargers could be legit. He's the one guy that I would trust. And they signed him for $16 million a year. How many years they give him? Five? Like five-year deal for $80 million. I mean, he earned it. Like, he almost won Super Bowl. He won a national championship. But ran from NCAA charges like Andy Dufresne escaping and Sean Shank redemption. They were like, they were like, NCAA was like the Wharton trying to go to his cell. And then they saw him go by in there. They opened the hole. Oh, that's good. I like that. I did want to go backwards a little bit in regards to since we have. You know, Bernie here and, and Philip for uh, for at least uh, four to six minutes. Um, but I just wanted to get Bernie because um, Isaac kind of did already. Your thoughts on this Chiefs 49ers matchup? How do you think Philip's team's going to do in two weeks? Uh, just be honest. I, bro, I, think, they're, I think they're going to win, man. Um, when, I think Chiefs are going to get this. I, I at, at first when it went down, I'm I'm going to be honest. Like once a team wins so much, Philip, I'm like I'm like ready for new blood. I'm like, but it's not my team, you know. With right. the 49ers, though, I've, I've seen, I've seen them like they've broke my heart too many times in my life in the playoffs, and so I was just like, I was like bitter there for a little while, um, and and now like how I'm feeling about it though, I, you know, the Niners haven't won a Super Bowl is it 28 years, so I'm like, there's a little part of me that's kind of rooting for Mr. Irrelevant to go win a Super Bowl, but I like right. that's that's my heart. 
my brain though is saying the Chiefs are gonna win this game, man. Um, you know, it's cool, Kelsey Kittle. You know, we got two of the best tight ends in the game playing against each other. I, I love that. Um, yeah, it's you know, it's part two. Um, you know, it's crazy. I saw something today, it was like four years ago, right? It was a Chiefs Niners Super Bowl, and it was Trump versus Biden in the election. Yeah. Here we yeah. are again, four four years later, Chiefs, right. Niners, Trump, oh, Biden. I'm like, God. what's going on? They were just <laughs> living this deja vu. But uh, And I'm thinking Chiefs are going to win again, though, you know? So, yeah. um, you know, I'm like, I, I personally, like my favorite Chiefs player besides Leo uh, Chanel, because he's a Wisconsin Badger. Yeah. Isaiah um, uh, as, 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 as uh, Pacheco. Pacheco, baby pop, Dude baby. runs Beat with his beast. hair on fire. Yeah. yeah. And he runs, and he runs to the fight. He's the type of guy that's going to run to the fight. He's going to run everywhere, you know, wherever – was it was it Gump? What does Forrest Gump say? Like wherever I was going, I was running. I'm running. You know, that's, that's I was that, running. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, I just I love Pacheco, man. Um, you know, I got to watch him. You know, uh, you know, in the Big Ten as as a Rutger kid, and um, yeah, man. Uh, and you know, uh, Velda Scantling. I, you know, I still got a little love for that guy too. You know, he had the, <laughs> oh, he had the, he had the game that team. He's just catching the ball now. He's just catching the ball. He's yeah. catching the ball, the ball. now. Well, the, difference was, the difference was, instead of having to go like this, he at least just had to go like this. Ball on his back. <laughs> make it, they had to make it harder on him, and then he caught it. It's like, oh, that's what you got to do. Don't throw it right to his hands. Make it a little bit tough. Then you'll get it. A little bit. You know, a little long. Cool. Not exactly where it needs to be. Yeah. Then he'll finally catch it and keep it in his hands. <laughs> so I'm, um, I'm, uh, I'm going to – I'm inviting uh, friends over, and I think we're going to do like a potluck. Um, so like, nice, man. yeah, you know, it's just like, I'll watch the game pretty close, but I also, I'll be probably doing a lot of socializing. I, you know, I was just like, I really wanted lines Ravens. I ain't going to lie. That's what I was pulling for. Cause Me too. Uh, I, I, I am, I am a, I do love Lamar Jackson. Uh, I feel bad for him because he keeps getting a bad rap, losing some of these playoff games <laughs> yeah. and. But sometimes that's what happens. You know, you lose five, six times in the playoffs, and then finally you break through, you know? I mean, like, we didn't give up on Favre right away, did we? You know, it, you know, it was like that's his true. Fourth or fifth my, playoff appearance, you know? My only so, worry is if Lamar doesn't do it though. soon, I'm like, is he going to get it done? Because I saw the stat on Dak. Lamar doesn't qualify because he made the conference championship this year. But I saw some on Dak, and he's had another year now. Because I think he's been eight years in. Never had a quarterback who played seven years, didn't make a conference championship, and was a starter, you know, throughout most, you know, he played most of the games. He was a starter. Never made it to And then, so he didn't make it in seven years. Never has there been anybody in history that then suddenly make, made it. So Lamar, I'm not as worried about because he just got there. But I'm, he's got four years on Dak. He's four years younger. But I'm, like, starting to wonder on him. But Dak, I'm out on. I just don't see it. Yeah, I just don't. He didn't like we had this argument last night. He didn't show up in the first half. Yeah, defense was terrible. He also threw a pick six that was decisive in that game. Threw two picks, almost threw a third in one half at home where they won 16 straight. That's a choke job. The defense was terrible too, but that was a choke job, choke job. And he's done this multiple times now. Last year, all they needed was for him to just play okay, and they'd probably be a fan friend. So you got you got to show up. Like it's not all on the quarterback, but 
at some point, I got at least, if you're going to lose, go down swinging. Like Hurts in the Super Bowl last year, he went down swinging. Nobody's mm-hmm. on, nobody was on him after that loss because it wasn't his fault they lost. He just lost their better quarterback. Right. Yeah. He at least performed. Dak, his stats looked great, but they was in garbage time when the pressure was off and the game was gone. So they're empty stats. That's what Dak had a lot this year was empty stats. Like, why do you always do this in the regular season? You show yeah. up. And then Every the time. Season, Every you time. just, oh, I freeze See, up. I got a question for you. Do we have time to do a little bit of free, like, free agent targets we, we want in this episode? If not, I can join now for another one. My wife's out of town next week. We can do it next week. I don't care. I was just curious if y'all have time. Well, uh, well, I'm gonna be on for like five more minutes because I gotta go. Okay. About my friend, um, how about my friend Brad Lennonkamp? But uh, anyway, no, this I- is my thing, for example, um, there's one free agent I really want the Chiefs to go after, and of course we're gonna talk about wide receivers. So I'm not gonna talk about wide receivers. So besides wide receiver, I want the Chiefs to target Tyron Smith from the Cowboys. Ooh. I, I want like the, at least a one, two-year deal, mm-hmm. just like what we did with Donovan Smith. None against Donovan. We want to give Donovan that contract for next year. Based off what he's mm-hmm. doing for us, that would be cool. But especially chemistry is always important. But Tyron Smith, though, he would come and be a mentor for Jawan Taylor and teach him how to be a better offensive tackle, especially with all those penalties he's had all season. And then Wanye Morris, who's up and coming, who was a finished as a uh, all rookie team left tackle for Pro Football Focus, not the Pro Football Writers Association all rookie team list, but Pro Football Focus. So when you see just the potential in him, Smith could help unleash that, and everything else could happen. So that's why I want Tyron Smith, man. I mean, that would make my home's life a lot more easier going into the next season, and also. Add some little pieces there, like through the draft, like what we found in Rice last year, especially considering getting somebody to be Kelsey's eventual replacement for the next year or two. That's going to help us out. And also somebody to compliment Pacheco, too, because there's one thing, though, our running backs have done well, but there's some injury problems. And part of it has been because this is the first year or first football team in the Andy Reid era without a fullback. And I feel like that's really affected our running backs. And uh, speaking of Pacheco, Bernie, you know who Pacheco yeah. reminds me of in his his journey? It's just like Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was a six-round pick. And I remember yes. I originally wanted Aaron yeah. Jones. Bro. And when y'all drafted him, I said, oh, shoot, he's going to turn up <laughs> that guy. And when I saw him, he's an all-pro, pro bowl running back. And that's look at Pacheco the same way. It's like we got our Aaron Jones. I'm happy. Yeah, they they run the ball like they're running for their roster spot every time they touch the ball, right? You like you run with that sense of urgency and that type of aggression. You can't you can't teach that, man. That's that's innate. That <laughs> like that comes installed when you're born, you know. And, and that, those reminds me of Marion Barber. Remember Marion Barber? The way he run. Somebody that, brought that up on Twitter on my show last night. I can't remember which one it was, but I thought I was like, yes, that's it. That is a good comparison. I hope he lasts longer because Barber just ran angry. There's some business guys angry, like that. Like, that in the back physical. Then he came mm-hmm. out that mug. Oh my gosh, Marion Barber. Hey, and also T-Mac, I got one question. I know you don't want a receiver, but if you were to get one, and I doubt that the Bengals would let this happen. What about T. Higgins? Y'all got. I'm looking right now, and I hate salary cap. Because I can never understand it. Hmm. Um, but it looks like y'all are going to have some space. Yeah, just yeah. a little bit. 
is it we're expected to have as of now 26 to 30 million dollars in cap space if we don't make i'm seeing 51 on yahoo but i don't know where they're getting that and and Mahomes' number is huge so you guys have some decisions to make on right right, you got the guard you got the guy yeah you got some tough calls here because kelsey he's on his last year i don't know i don't know i don't know Mahomes is like i think he's on two more years there's 2024 and then 2025 but i i kelsey yeah kelsey yeah now Mahomes, Mm -hmm. i'll tell you this i think what will happen yeah, Mahomes might get a white restructure his deal because he he's willing to take that just like what Brady did in order to build the championship team around. I think he will. I think MVS is a salary cap casualty. Um, yeah, Jamon you got to lose that fourteen mil because if you cut that, then yes, you could go outside Higgins or somebody, huh? It's actually twelve million. It's twelve. Million. Oh yeah, yeah, dead cap. You say twelve? Yeah, yeah. He gets yeah. twelve million dead cap, and so. But then we restructured Jawan Taylor, so that gives us a chance to bring back Snead, try to get Chris Jones mm-hmm. to come back, depending on how that goes. And, yeah, to get either Higgins or Pittman. But I would love to get T. Higgins because Jamar Chase missed anybody but the Chiefs. And no offense, Jamar, if you're watching this, Jettas Justin Jefferson is better than you. <laughs> so, anyway, for you to be the teammate that you are and saying, nah, I want my money, T can go somewhere else. All right. All right, bro. Yeah, that's going to be tough for them because they got Mixon. And Burrow getting his money now. Now I think they're going to figure it out with Burrow, but it's going to be a different scenario. Like I don't know if they're going to be—they're not going to be able to bring Mixon and Higgins back. Somebody was saying in my Packers chat to trade Chase. So I was like, here's the thing that sucks. I love Higgins, but you can't trade Chase away, in my opinion, because you, look what the Chiefs did. If yes, yes, they're do—they're in the Super Bowl again. Good for them, but. They had a rough year without Hill. I know they won the Super Bowl last year, but they had some other receivers, and I'm surprised they made this run with their receivers as they are, and they may win the Super Bowl anyways. But even they know they've got to restock that cupboard. they got to. They have to. They have to. And then look at the – it's not just them, but look at the, the Packers without Adams had a bad year, and then look at – I'm thinking of another team. Oh, the Titans, that's when they traded A.J. Brown. It doesn't always work to trade those stud receivers away. They don't grow on trees. They don't. Now possible trade. Uh, yeah, now the Eagles might have to trade them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, hey, next time, next time I jump on here, man, I, I'll bring, I'll bring that up. But there's, there's something I wanted to bring out before uh, I get off here, guys. So anyway, once again, shout out to my people at the Self Advocate Coalition of Kansas, uh, and also to my people at Chiefs Focus, uh, my people with JP Thiz, uh, Quentin, Brad, Karen, uh, Kenan, and uh, all you guys. Um, and also, speaking of that, I wanted to let y'all know that I've officially got my own, very own podcast. The Chief, Chiefs Focus presents PMAX War Room or the War Room with PMAX presented by Chiefs Focus. Is We're going to try to do it every Monday, give you guys the in-depth analysis of what we're going to try to do this offseason. And uh, probably give us about, probably till April, May-ish try to get you guys on there we could talk about like what the packers need to do and you know how we all have that out. hey man that'd and, and like i took and like i like i told you man I, I i listened to that first episode on spotify yeah. and everything and that's that was lit great job keep it Dog, going can i tell you this thank you so much can i before i leave it mm-hmm. felt like when you're a rapper like the first time you ever hear your record that you made and you put in the laboratory like Eminem and you hear for the first time. That's yeah. what it felt like, bro. I was like, Doesn't oh, it feel God. good? You're like, I did that. I made that. It feels weird for me it to read my own stuff, but it does feel good also on the other end of how good of an episode I made. Yeah. yeah. 
So thank you guys again, man. And uh, can't wait to get come back on here, man. Bernie, Isaac, my homie Stevie, man. I'm gonna try to make it to one of the WWE ones, man. I just haven't happened to have time, but I've just been watching about that Mr. McMahon stuff. It's about damn time. Shoot, right? All that stuff he been putting on the promos. I'm sorry, I gotta say it, but dude, nasty. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> is it available Friday night after SmackDown or Sunday morning or Saturday morning? I mean, let me know and I'll do. I'm going to be doing my review show for uh, Royal Rumble. Just let me know in, in DMs. All right. But yeah, take care, man. Good to yeah, see you, Philip. Good to see nice you, Bernie. Nice to meet you, Isaac. Yeah. Same to meet you too. Peace. Good to meet you too, bro. Peace. Cheers, kid. But, hey, final part of Chiefs focus there on that on Twitter. Uh, of course, that Chiefs fan for life. I know that. Chiefs that fan, the number four L Y F E Chiefs fan for life. Um, he also is, like he said, uh, on IG as well uh, with the, with his name Philip. Um, so definitely check him out there. Um, his show, of course, as I just mentioned, I didn't listen to the first episode. It was awesome. Hope everybody else does. They're on Spotify okay. otherwise for Chiefs version ten. So uh, Chiefs focus version ten. Um, and so definitely uh, check all that out in regards to Philip, a uh, friend of the show, and uh, just new friend of mine in general in the last uh, couple of months, talking Chiefs, talking football, talking WWE and all that with him, between me and him. So, um, no, it's always great to have him. Maybe he'll be back in, um, in two weeks because this show will be taking a break next week. We'll be off. Um, and then we'll be back for the Super Bowl review uh, the following week after the Super Bowl. So uh, hopefully he'll be back. Then, but moving forward, kind of like you were talking about, Isaac, in regards to free agency. Um, I guess in the end, of the, yeah. uh, throw out to Bernie, you know, kind of what Isaac was, was actually asking, um, in regards to that, you know, for our Packers, Bernie, you know, who do you think should be our, our top three or your top three targets we should go after in free agency? All right, I'm I'm gonna start. I, I was I was hoping that Philip was gonna be here for this because I, I wouldn't mind going and getting uh, Legarius Sneed. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. so, I would love that, man. If they're dumb enough to let him go, absolutely. He's a stud. Yeah. I, and, and like, that's or Chris thing. Jones. Just, oh, Chris yeah, Jones. Chris Jones and put him on the D-line. Either, either of those two guys, I'm all in. You know, I don't know how they can afford them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Like, and, like, right, the, the Chiefs can't afford everybody, right? And so, nah. so the thing is, it's crazy because it's like, the, like before it was like, the Chiefs' offense was carrying them, right? Now this defense, this defense is legit. We saw what they did to the Ravens' uh, offense, right? So Chris mm -hmm. Jones, but like Ladarius Snee, like I'd love to see him, especially like if we're talking about you know Jair possibly being traded, right? Why not? Mm -hmm. Why not go get uh, Ladarius Snee? Another guy uh, I wouldn't mind seeing us take a, a shot on if the price is right. Um, that's Levante David from the Buccaneers. Uh, I like it. Right? I like it. Like if, if Devondre goes on, right? Like let's go find another veteran linebacker to bring in to to bring you know to lead that that uh, linebacking core, especially if we pick up a guy or two in the draft uh, at linebacker. You bring in Levante David, right? That's that's you got your mentor then. Um, let's see here. Like let me let me think offense here. Um, you I know, like Antoine Winfield too from the Bucks. Oh, we need a safety from the Bucks. Yeah, while, no, only while we're on defense, I like Antoine Winfield Jr. or Chris Jones. I mean, Chris Jones, both either one of those would be studs, and I like the Levante David one too. So uh, I hope I hope they go for one of those guys. I just don't know how much money they're going to free up. It's like 
it's hard. Like, I would love for them to go for one of those super awesome, like, money dudes. I don't know if Lamonte David's going to cost that much. He got he got benched at the end of the year, and I still think he's got he's young. So yeah. he, we might be able to get him on the cheap, maybe. Yeah, he, he seems like he might be one of those guys where it's like, it's just like, maybe it's a chemistry or a locker room thing and it's not working out. And it doesn't seem as, like it's gotten like toxic and like, he, right, maybe he just got benched. And uh, like you said, we might be able to bring him in on a deal. Um, I'm I'm personally okay with uh, uh, Bakhtiari uh, moving on from us. I'm okay with like trading him. I, I think he's... Or, yeah, he's, I'll he's, try either one. Yeah, either way. His his head is still there. He's in the game. His heart is still there, yeah. but I don't think his knees are. I don't his knees are done. Like as much as I love the guy and would love to see him uh produce and play the way we know he can, I just think his his body's done, man. Being what six six, three th- over three hundred pounds, like eventually you get to a point where your body just starts breaking down and you just can't hold up. And I feel bad for him because I love the dude. He's great for the team, but um, I don't know. Maybe tr- maybe Trent Brown uh, from New England uh, to bring him in at tackle. But I feel like we kind of got you know. I like our tackles. That's the funny thing. I well, we need the right tackle. I like Walker. I like Tom, um, and I like Jenkins. The other two positions we could fill in, but our line was solid. That's the only two. I think Walker. Yeah. I think Walker is a mainstay. I think Jenkins is a main. Stay if he can stay healthy, and I think that um, Tom is a mainstay. So can we fill that safety, the center in that other tackle spot? So yeah, Trent Brown might be a good choice. I like that one. I haven't thought of Trent Brown. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Um, I guess. What do you think? What do you think about T Higgins? T Higgins. Do you think we need a receiver? I, do we need one? Like that's what I'm at. Uh, that's my thought. No. I'm like. Hmm. It's tough, right? Like, I like our youth, but Watson's always hurt. I really like Jaden Reed. I think he's a stud. I want to see more Wick. I liked Bo Melton at the end of the season. And Dubs put on a show against Dallas, and he has some big games down the stretch. Yeah. Do we need to receive it? And then our tight ends, we got Kratz and Musgrave. So I'm almost like, I'd almost rather go get a running back than a receiver at this point. Yeah, well, Derrick Henry... Yeah, I was like, do it. See, right? we can like, get Dylan, him. Done, right? Jones. We could get rid of Dylan, and we could run these two old guys and go draft a running back to come up behind him and have a three-headed monster like we used to have with Dylan Williams and Jones. And Jones, I think, and Henry have enough collective between the two of them. They were still effective this year, just banged up. If mm. we can, the mm-hmm. two of them can carry the load and have a young dude. And take the pressure off love, and defense. Oh, yeah. That would be huge. Yeah, that's why I think we do need to get Henry and go out and get another guard, or sorry, go and get a center. That would help our run deal significantly, mm. or Trent Brown. Because if Henry sees like the right deal slash right like situation for him, I think he's Just willing to it. maybe take a, a tad less. Because he's at that point in his career, right? He's made his money. Now, now he's looking for that ring. You know, that's mm-hmm. you can't blame well, him either, still right? Can play. Then, well, he can still play too. And he can still play, baby, right? And you just smash him. I like it, man. Tackles. I like it. Yeah. Uh, for maybe oh. a, 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 you're talking about maybe one of the guard positions, um, possibly a, a, 
uh, Robert Hunt from the Miami Dolphins. He's a guy that started at tackle uh, his career, but the last three seasons he's been playing right guard. So I don't know if like you could have Jenkins and him. So you kind of got a guy that's like big, big IQ. He's played across the board. Um, but no, I think we have options because we're going to have money to spend. So it's going to be exciting because it's, um, you know, rot with, you know, money clearing up uh, with Rogers and, and, you know, for you said, if we cut back to Ari, like it's, it's exciting. Yeah. It's an exciting off season. It is, but it, it, it is. I was just going to bring up in regards to my opinion, because I want to be honest, right? So I'm being honest so in regards to King Henry. Yeah, he's a great running back, and it just seems like it seems like he's taping off. My question was, does he have enough in the tank to be able to produce well for Green Bay and be able to make it worthwhile in getting him, uh, even though it would be for agency, not a trade? So I understand it's not like we're giving a lot away. I just I wonder if it's beneficial. He's working out in Dallas. If you know, so I don't know. I don't know. Just my, my, my thoughts, as much as obviously he's a great running back, it just seemed like, uh, you know, he's slowing down too, you know. So I don't know if, you know, hopefully he would ha- if he would have enough in the tank and be able to produce well because I wouldn't want to make a decision because it is King Henry. And then in the so, end, we're like people wanting uh, wanting somebody he's definitely back. Dropped, he's definitely dropped in efficiency, but he's, it's crazy that he's still good. So in 19, he had... 1,500 rushing yards, 5.1 yards a carry. The next year was a 2,000-yard season, 5.4 yards a carry. He was effective the next year, but only played eight games. Then just in 2022, he had another 1,500-yard season and 4.4 yards a carry. And then they reduced his load this year, and he still averaged 4.2. So the yards per carry is starting to dip Mm -hmm. a little, but it's still efficient. And he still had almost 1,200 rushing yards this year. And... It was on a terrible team, mind you. So I'm like, oh, right, that yeah, was yeah. on a bad roster. He had almost 1,200 yards rushing. And yeah, he's 30, which can be a death sentence for running backs. But it's like, does he have a year or two left at close to King Henry level of play? And if you pair him with Jones, you got a thunder lightning approach. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I just, just, just want to share that. No, I do. Those are, valid. Those are valid concerns, man. Those are valid. Like, how much would you pay him at this point? He's 6'3", 250. He's, he's carried, oh my gosh, how many carries does he have? He has over <laughs> 2,000 carries. He's got a lot of tread. His first three years, not a lot of carries. Uh, and then he amped it up and had over 300, three or four seasons. Almost 400 carries one year. He had over 400 touches that year. That's crazy. But, uh, in 2020. But, um, he doesn't have enough left. Like, if, to me, if he would take a deal in the 8 to 10 range, for two years, I'd do it. Because I think you could extend Jones or restructure him for one year and make yeah. it doable. But no, I'm not signing him for like 15 mil a year. No, no way. Not a no third. If he wants a ring, he's going to have to take a deal under 10 just to make it work with the salary cap because we got to figure out J-Lo. And hopefully he doesn't want his number bumped for this season because if he is fine with the salary cap number for this year, if you guys, I don't know if you've seen it, it's only, let me look at it again, he's only got a cap hit of 12, almost like just under 13 mil this year. That's super cheap. So he may want to bump this year. And I don't know where we're going to come up with the money outside of Campbell because, sorry, not Campbell, outside of Zach. Because he's, that's, Bakhtiari is going to give us 21 mil if we cut him. And the reason I brought up Kenny Clark on Twitter, I was like, we got to figure out something. Because even though his cap hit goes down next year, 
it would limit our ability to go play in free agency because he's at 27. And Alexander, if we let him go, his dead cap, we'd actually lose three mil. So Aaron Jones, we could save five mil by cutting him, but we don't want to do that. Preston Smith, we'd only save two mil, but we'd save it for future years. Campbell, we'd only save three mil. So there's not a lot of savings otherwise, unless we just push money in the future years, which sucks because next year, we're going to have a ton of money. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. This is tough. It's tough. Yeah. But, hey, uh, I, uh, I, 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 well, Isaac, something else uh, I got to tell you. I just had a, a, a baby. My wife and I just had a baby uh, five, five and a half months ago. And, uh, nice. They, they, yeah, they just got home. And, uh, you know, I told Stephen I got about 30 minutes tonight because, mm-hmm. you no, know, I get you know, it. Whole, you know how long the day is at school, dude. And when I come home, like I, I just want to. I gotta go too. My little guy. Yeah. No, you're good. I gotta go too. I, my wife's going out of town, and I told her I told her I was doing the show tonight too, but she's leaving Friday morning, so I want to go spend some time with her too. Because, yeah, I get it. Before ahead, we jump Danny. off, uh, give me either a who you want in the first round of the draft, or who you think it is. So either like you can go with who you want or who you think it'll be. I haven't done my scouting yet, but I, I'm just going to say position. I'm about to go into – I actually don't super follow college, but I'm about to have to because I'm doing a mock draft special with, like, eight dudes. I just – I'm going to say this. I'd actually prefer they do something bold and trade up and get some elite talent on defense or do something crazy and get a receiver or something in yeah. the top 15 picks. I think that'd be more fun. I think they'll trade down, and I'd really like to get a safety or uh, if the position's there and inside linebacker. I can think of positions I want. I know a few names, but I want to do my full scouting. It just sucks because these three receivers at the top are so freaking awesome. And the tight end, I would love to have them, even though I like our weapons. But, man, Marvin Harrison Jr. and Jude and Neighbors and Adunze, they just look special. It'd be so cool to trade up, but we'd have to move up 20 spots. So it's probably not going to happen, even though I like, we've got two second round picks. So that'd be a bold move. But um, no, man, I'd like to get, I'd really like to get a difference making safety um, inside linebacker, or if we do move to a four or three and a defensive tackle, or if there's an edge dude out there, because as much as I like Gary and um, I think that nest is going to be special. We still need a defensive end because Wyatt hasn't panned yet. So I want to get another dude to push him in the rotation. And I've seen some edge rushers in that 25 range and 41 that are available. So I think that's the position they're going to go with is edge. Gotcha. So long-winded answer, I, but I think that I, that's, that's what they're going to go with. Yeah, I like I like that. For, for myself, I think to myself, like, Stokes is done, right? I, I think Eric Stokes is done. Yeah. We, we don't know about Jair going forward. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm going Kool-Aid McKinstry from Alabama. Ooh. How can you not love a dude whose name is Kool-Aid? <laughs> oh, yeah. Kool-Aid All right. McKinstry. And, I like it. And so, yeah, man, he's, he's, you know, from Bama, he's a dog. You know, he's a dude. You know, you know, Bama plays in a pro pro systems, you know, uh, and so I just like him. And so that's that's who I'm, I'm hoping we go for. And I think we have a chance where he could land at us at 25. But that's that's my pick, man. I, I but uh, it's funny because, like, 
I can't stand Bama. I always root against Bama in college football. But then when it comes NFL draft time, I'm always like, get the guys from Bama. Get the guys from Bama. So I go from rooting against them uh, in the games to to cheering for the Packers to draft them. I hope we get Kool-Aid McKinstry. But that's that's who I got. Steven, you got your eyes on anyone? Uh, <clears throat> no one really got in regards to name, but but position, cornerback or linebacker, I would say we should go after in regards to the to the first round. So that'd be my answer specifically for yeah. that. But uh, yeah, man. But I, no, no, I was just gonna say no. I understand you guys have to go, families and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, we'll start with Isaac. Promote your stuff. Uh, say any last words hey. about the Super Bowl, the Packers, and whatnot, and go from there. Thanks for having me on, guys. Sorry, I was uh, kind of fired up about some Cowboys stuff, and <laughs> I, I, I'll try to make my take full story moving forward. I'm used to my show with just one dude, um, one other guy. So uh, I'll be back for Fun Football Pod. Uh, I was trying to make it Thursdays, but it's going to probably be this Friday with Bill or somebody else. I'm not sure yet. Uh, Friday night, um, the Fun Football Pod, I started in September. It's uh, it's a, I love that show. It's uh, my baby. It's my first show. It's always going to be there. It's probably going to move to once a week instead of twice moving forward to make room for Blitz. Um, but uh, Fun Football Pod, it's on Facebook. Um, got a Facebook page. It's on TikTok, actually. I've been making TikToks of it. I uh, got the Twitter, and I make YouTube, I make shorts on there, and it's on YouTube and Instagram. I don't really use the IG much. so. But I hope you all check it out. We just talk lots of football. We do a weekly picks. That's about to end, so I'll be doing various Packers, free agency, draft stuff for sure. I'm going to take a little one- or two-week hiatus after the season ends, maybe three, and then come back for reload up for free agency in the draft. Um, and throw a little bit NBA in it, too. I might throw some more, and I'm actually a big basketball guy. So I was oh, dabbling, nice. starting a basketball podcast, but these shows take so much time. <laughs> like, I wanted to do a movie one, too, but it just takes so much time. So it's like, dang. And then my other show is When the Blitz Hits the Fan with my buddy Med from Shots on the Sideline, another really cool show you all should check out. I'll tell him to follow y'all. And um, we had a blast last night, so that was so much fun. But I also got to say, um, last Friday, the first show after my, my uh, aunt passed away, my buddy wasn't able to do it, Bill, who's done it with me all season. His wife had a cool work promotion, and um, my wife stepped up and helped and did the show. And I uh, shed some tears at the end talking about my aunt. And that was really tough. But I want to say thanks to my wife because she loves talking football. But I've, I've drove her crazy with all this podcast stuff. So for her to step up and be like, hey, she knew I needed uh, support on that one. And we were just having a blast because she knows her football. And it broke a record. It's, it, it's at just under 2,000 views. So I got to say thank you to all the viewers for checking it out because that broke my viewing record by like almost double. So I want to say thank you to all the listeners for checking it out. And um, I needed that on that one. That was, that was huge. It, uh, I needed something good. So thank you. Um, Packers. I hope that the CC is it because if he's not, I'm going to be so ticked because I just don't know if they made the right call. My buddy keeps messaging me about him. He's not a fan. So I hope that this guy is it because this is huge for us if we're going to take the next step as a contender. So, yeah. And we'll Bernie, see. let people know where they can find you on social media, shows, and otherwise. All right. You can find me on X at Bernie Bango. You can also find uh, 
Stephen, uh, the show that Stephen helps me out so much with, uh, that's uh, at Big Cheese underscore I-E-S-R. Big Cheese is a reference to the fantastic state of Wisconsin. We talk all Wisconsin sports there at the college <laughs> pro levels. Um, and then uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram uh, at Bernie.Bango. And then you can find me uh, on TikTok at Bernie underscore Bango, I believe. I hope I got those right. Nope, Come find yeah, me. Otherwise, just search Bernie Bango. Uh, I'm the one and only, I believe. Uh, but uh, yeah, hey, thanks so much uh, for having me on tonight, Stephen. Isaac, fantastic meeting you. I think I think when we get closer to that uh, that draft, uh, Stephen and I would love to have you on on Big Cheese Sports and, and talk Packers draft, baby. Uh, I love yeah, man. I love that you're a teacher, dude. Um, you know, uh, we got to have each other's backs, man. So thanks, love man. To have, you, is... have you on Big Cheese and talk draft here soon? That'd be great. Um, I'd love to have y'all on mine too. I've got, I think our mock draft on on Blitz is pretty much. We're at like eight guys already, and I don't think we don't want to get it. Like we've got it. We, no, that cool, but I want to bring people on for Packers stuff on mine. So I'd love to have y'all on. because yeah. I'm gonna hit Packers free agency and draft. So right. I'd love to. I'd love to have all y'all on mine too. That'd be cool. We'd love and to be there. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. It's fun. My dad may join us too. He's a huge Packers fan too. Awesome. I'm gonna get him on. So uh, I'll probably bring him on with the episode with y'all. I think you'll. I think you guys will have fun. Can't wait. Yeah. Thanks, guys. This was awesome. All right, fellas. All right, guys. Peace. Have a good evening. See you guys. <clears throat> Thanks, Steve. You're welcome. But yeah, everybody on. You know, it's always fun to have have co-hosts. Well, have co-hosts plus have guests. And I mean, these great guests that we're on. Uh, I do thank them all. Also, not only are they friends of mine here in the podcasting world, I also help Bernie Bengal on his show. Again, I am the co-host. He is the host. Uh, sorry if I misspoke earlier. I'm just used to being host of many things. Uh, but he is the host of that show. Part of the RE Sports family that he is part of. Um, they're your direct feed for all that is sports. Uh, IE Sports Radio, uh, Big G Sports, um, on IE Sports Radio. Uh, but I am the co-host, and, I, and I'm happy to help. And I am happy to be part be part of his show each and every week on Sunday mornings. Again, that is Sunday mornings. Feeling? Tiros? But either way, Sunday mornings, 11 a.m. Central, Big G Sports. Um, there we go live now on YouTube here through using StreamYard. Um, he also was part of a show called uh, Game on, or part of Game on Wisconsin with their uh, Cheat Tattoo on Dead show. So they have that Twitter handle, Game on Game on Wisconsin uh, has a handle as well. Um, but also Isaac, yeah, I misspoke. Um, when the Blitz hits the fan, that also does have a YouTube channel, just no videos yet because you know they're just starting. He is in his endeavor in a second show, but his main show, Fun Football Pod, um, is there um, indeed. So it's great. Having all of them on, um, and like I said, others that are watching, otherwise welcome to join if you want to. I don't mind sending a link to other people. But then again, I've done this by myself for for like three years now before having an actual co-host that I had all this season. That's why this season I was finally able to, in regards to wanting to, uh, be on um, Spotify. I don't know why I can't think of it. It's the only other place it goes to. Uh, but the audio version going to Spotify um, – because I have a show that deserves or is deserving, you know, has a right to be on Spotify, as I call it. Yes, I've been doing it for many years. I work hard and done it all by myself. But I'm going to be honest, though. There's been 
many episodes and not even full seasons, unfortunately, where they're just, what would you say, quote unquote bad? Ones that I didn't want to, you know, move over to Spotify when I could have done the whole process of getting the audio um, and all that. But I just did catch up in regards to, I was catching up in regards to this season. So I have the very first episode from this season. That was the preview. My predictions, you'll hear my Giants versus Jets take back then for the Super Bowl. Um, so that was a real thing. Um, and, all the, and other things and other episodes. So I hope you all hopefully checked it out. Beyond checking out the great content that my guests have um, and keep and they keep doing. Um, they're on the court, of course. Um, and awesome. You know, like I said, world's a small place in a way, right? And, uh, you know, the two teachers running into each other. And then Philip, you know, sharing his personal personal business. I'm very honored that he shared because he didn't have to. Um, neither of them, any of them didn't have to. And I appreciate them sharing that. And, and then I shared mine, you know, in respect and reverence to them and, and wanted to share my side of things. So I appreciate them all. And I thank them all uh, for being the great, great men and people that they are. Uh, but like I said, it's going to be a fun, fun season next season. Right. Uh, this is not the last episode, but we will be taking a break. Uh, then after the Super Bowl on February 11th, we'll be coming back the next Wednesday. Right. Super Bowl, February 11th, Sunday. So the next Wednesday after February February 11th, if I can speak, we'll be having our final episode of the season uh, for this season. Uh, that will be the Super Bowl review. So maybe I'll have some guests that were supposed to make it tonight make it then. Uh, they just had stuff going on tonight that they weren't able to make it, which, trust me, is what I heard from them. Focus on that. Um, and I look forward to having them maybe on in two weeks uh, to review said game. Because uh, let's just say two of them are Chiefs fans, and one of them works uh, closely with Philip on so, on, uh, on YouTube and otherwise. So um, we'll just use those teases for them, and hopefully maybe they'll be able to make it, and that would be awesome. Have some other people maybe um, – Foster, uh, as a Chicago Bear fan, um, also from also from uh, Bears Country Pod, uh, and PSF. Um, but no, I just it was uh, interesting, you know, championship weekend, right? Um, the Lions and the Ravens should have should have won in their games in a way, but in the end they didn't. So, huh. well, stuff. Also, we're coming down to the end in regards to. Our prediction battle that I do with Bernie and some other cool dudes uh, that next year Mary will be part of because she's a co-host. Uh, she just had, she's been ill for the last uh, for the last week or so, uh, but she'll be joining with that, and uh, also we'll have Philip uh, part of that, even though he's not on the show. Obviously, he has his own stuff to do, um, but he said he's interested to be part of the prediction battle next season. Um, and all I see in return for him is hey. As long as you can be on one episode at all during next season, whether it's week one, heading into week one, or heading into week 16, or whatever week, um, heading into said week, and give your predictions once on air, um, that's fine, you know? Um, but anyways, yeah. I was going to say something else I don't remember, because, you know, I'm always thinking, right? The mind is always going. Not a bad thing. It's an interesting thing, isn't it? But what was the conference championship games? The Chiefs over the Ravens, seventeen to ten. The 49ers over the Lions, thirty-four to thirty-one. There, yeah, you know the Lions could have had it. 
Ravens could have had it. Situation, the Lions. I don't know. Um, but now we have the Super Bowl. That will be seven day, February 11th, starting at 5:30 p.m. Central. They're um, in Vegas, home of the Raiders. So uh, something would be interesting. This weekend, actually, technically, it's the Pro Bowl games, but you know we don't need to review or preview that, right? Um, but we wanted to give our Super Bowl predictions a little bit early than I usually do for each of my seasons for this podcast. Um, but yeah, for me, I'm predicting. Well, what am I going to be predicting for the Super Bowl? I'm kind of like Bernie, the head and the heart, thinking different things. My heart wanted to save the 49ers. Because if you're going to be the Packers, you might as well be the Super Bowl champions. But again, Phillip's an awesome dude. Uh, so is JP. And the crew there, Chiefs Focus. Well, I'm just going to be honest with this one. I'm going to predict the 49ers over the Chiefs. going to be my official prediction. It's going to be the San Francisco 49ers. Bernie went with the Chiefs. Again, with our prediction battle, it's 10 points. So someone can win um, and all that blah, blah, blah stuff for the predictions. They're at talking underscore Packers on Twitter. If you can scroll down, you'll see our updated um, record for the season. We're each, all four of us. Um, but my prediction is going to be this SF Niners, the 49ers, Barack Purdy. Super Bowl MVP, not even Christian McCaffrey. Like, he'll do his stuff, but I think Brock is going to be the MVP. He might even have that WWE 49er belt with him. I have the Niners over the Chiefs, 23-21. So, that's what I'm going. But either way, it's going to be a fun game. That's for gosh darn sure. And I look forward to um, to the game that it is. Um, I don't think I'll be having any other people on tonight. Let me check here and see if anybody else is available from a group chat that I'm that I run that I call the Green Room in regards to guests and my co-host. Um, thank you all though that watch live. I think we got up to to uh, six or eight live here. Uh, whether it's from here, from YouTube, from Facebook, otherwise, uh, greatly appreciated. And for those in the chat. Uh, like Justin, Terry Thomas, Mario, and of course Bernie Bango himself that was on air uh, posting a comment. Um, thank you to all. Thank you everybody that subscribed. If you're not subscribed yet, more than welcome to uh, subscribe. Ring the bell. It takes about two full seconds to do both. Um, also, welcome to follow and ring the bell as it is on Spotify, I guess. Though, unlike YouTube, you don't see who's the ones that are subscribing or following, uh, but you just see. Um, on my RSS feed, um, regards to analytics, so there are uh, some concurrent viewership. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. It's always awesome. Um, but anyways, since I keep talking in circles, let me promote my own stuff because I have enough stuff to tweet. I mean to say, sorry. Um, let's start from the top to the bottom. For my wrestling show, you can find me at the Ramble underscore. WWE uh, for the network itself at Sports Talk Network written up there S P O R T S T L K N T W underscore O six for those viewing or listening, listening with the ears on uh, Spotify. 
talking underscore Packers for the podcast Twitter handle. And my personal handle on Twitter is army underscore strong underscore zero six. You can find me on two places now on Instagram and technically have for a couple years now. Uh, Packer Mania underscore oh six for the show. Again, Packer, not Packers, Packer Mania, like Hulkamania. Packer Mania underscore oh six. I think you find my personal handle over there on Instagram at Steven, S-T-E-V-E-N, Steven with a V, K, double underscore, oh, six. Again, I'm only saying this slowly in regards to the audio listeners on Spotify. So I don't mean to say that doing it disrespectfully. Snapchat at sports underscore guy, oh, six. Find me on the TikTok, Stevie K underscore, Zero six. As I said earlier, when I was sharing his uh, statement in regards to our new DC, um, AJ, a student in Tampa, excuse me, in Tampa Bay, Florida, um, family from the Ohio State, AJ, AJ Eller Zero, find him there. My co-host for the wrestling show is M. Rachel Z. Emily, um, there, and of course I have my, um, I should have added this here as well. My co-host, my second co-host now that I have, I memorized her Twitter handle, not because I use it so often, because sometimes I have to search it, even if you, we follow each other. But Mary, uh, at Mary90118710, her favorite Packers. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can find her and find everybody else. Uh, but I think everybody that watched live, whether it was here on YouTube, whether on X, formerly known as Twitter, or if you're watching live on the on the Talking Packers with Steve Facebook fan group. If you're on Facebook, uh, you're welcome to uh, send me a friend request for one for, my, for me, Steve, let alone um, follow the show itself if you want to. Either way, I appreciate everybody. I, that's why I want to build a community here, just like everybody does in their YouTube podcasting careers. Um you know, we love ball. We enjoy talking about it. We're knowledgeable, as you saw, um, from Isaac and Bernie and others and Philip. Um, so I definitely look forward to speaking with them more and just speaking with people. I love you all. Indeed. Um, hmm. But anyways, hope you all have a great rest of your weekend or evening, I mean, rest of your week, your weekend. Uh, whether you watch the Pro Bowl or not, there is college basketball, NBA stuff going on, other sports are on the road to March Madness, just as much as we are on the road to WrestleMania and WWE. Um, but I look forward to seeing you guys again in two weeks. I will be off next week for the show. Um, I got stuff going on, and I know AJ has school, and Mary uh, still getting over uh, getting over a cold. So uh, I'll be back in two weeks to re- review Said Super Bowl. If you're watching here at the end and you want to watch the whole thing, again, you can watch it as when it's posted on YouTube, uh, Sports Talk Network. My link is in all those Twitter handles I shared. Um, or you can listen to the audio when that probably drops at 11 p.m. or midnight. Who knows? Sometimes it's short done than this long. And that's me uploading it literally minutes after I'm done here, downloading the audio and then putting an RSS feed and all that, and then it'll go over to Spotify. Anyways, above all else, as always, take care.